0: and Justin were two simple Imagineers at Disneyland, until they dared to ask the question, Hey Justin, is Disney diverse? Huh! Well, Johnny, I'm not. Oh no! we Amy the Mouse! Star run! <laughs> oh, Holy crap! It's a gather of cookies! Now, from undisclosed locations within the Disney park, Johnny and Justin record a podcast where they seek to answer the question, is the Disney Catalog diverse? Woo! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Disney Plus Diversity. I'm Johnny.
1: And I'm Justin.
0: And welcome to Disney Plus Diversity, where you know we review the Disney Catalog to see how diverse and inclusive actually it is. How are you doing today, Justin?
1: I am Good man, how are you? You're looking spiffy tonight.
0: I try, I tried. I became a <laughs> teacher close today, so I was like, you know, just have to go somewhere <laughs> real quick. But you're some big news though, you went to Comic Con this weekend, right?
1: I was, I was at Comic Con uh, special edition this weekend.
0: I and was it overall? How won... was it because you're down there promoting Loopy of the movie, right?
1: We were there promoting Loopy of the movie, it was a great experience. Um, uh, we had uh at capacity for our, our panel and screening, we actually filled out the room. We actually had to turn folks away. It was a massive success. I uh, I'm still I'm still processing the whole thing, but it was uh, it was great, dude. It was great, and I was very we felt very validated having our film there, and. Um, and uh and doing as well as it did so yes i'm very very happy about that and yes it was a good weekend it was a it was a good time at comic-con it was just nice being back at a convention it's the first uh convention i've done since all of this happened so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very 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 good
0: so up, dope have you had a good time happy people got to see lupia that's what's up homie
1: yeah no hopefully uh, folks will uh well, uh, you know, hopefully the word of mouth will help us out, but it, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, regardless of that, I, I do, uh, you know, I will uh, keep the memory of uh, what we did uh, yeah, close to my heart. It was a very good weekend for sure.
0: This so, is up, This is up. This is That's awesome. Congrats! Thank I'm you. hoping for I'm, you. Have, I'm hoping to have a good weekend myself because this weekend I'll be heading up to Seattle, Woo! Uh, which, which will be kind of cold and rainy, but I'm looking forward to because it will be at Emerald City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So in a way so in the way I let you kind of go out and test the waters for me, I was like, "All right, Justin will be the guinea pig. If Justin makes it back, i am joking." But but fingers crossed, I'll be up there Thursday through Saturday, Thursday through Sunday selling books for the first time, and like I kind of like you, this is my first convention since everything kind of closed down. So I'm excited, nervous. Got 18 masks in my bag, but at the same That's time, right. though, I'm hoping <laughs> it's going to go well. So fingers crossed, yeah. fingers crossed. Get
1: your sanitizer and all that
0: all day, every day. All day, every every day, day, all day <laughs> rocking that sanitizer all day, every night. Exactly. You know? I was already doing that. I was already doing that before the pandemic because cons, they're, true. Filthy. they're filthy. Cons are terrible. They get you sick all the time.
1: That's true. That's true. That's like con, that's like con uh number one. That's con 101 having a bottle of mm-hmm. review When you were selling con books and, and product, yeah, you're into shaking hands and kissing babies, you know. <laughs> Damn,
0: I don't even know how to interact with people anymore because a lot of times like I would shake people's hands. Like they'd be like, Hey, how's it going? My name's Johnny. I'm like, oh no, we don't do that no more. That's how we get the virus. <laughs> oh, we don't do that no more. It's like, hey, my name's Johnny. Oh, no, bro, oh, no, bro, like, so I have to, I have to seriously like adapt my selling tactics and whatnot. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so, but that's this weekend though. But tonight, but tonight we're uh, we're talking about something a little bit different, something a little bit new. So, yeah. so uh, today we're talking about a little bit of a lemonade mouth. Yeah. Um. So. I, I, I
1: want to point something out. Uh, this is a special episode because our producer Stacy, producer Stacy, this was a recommendation from her. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I've never heard of this movie until Mm-mm. she knew. okay. So we both have never heard of this movie, uh, which interesting enough, as of April 15th of uh, as of April 15th, this is the, the movie's ten year anniversary. This movie Are you came serious? out, yeah. This movie came out t- April 15, twenty eleven. So, this movie is a, is a nice, solid ten years old. Um...
0: No, fam, that, <laughs> honestly, same thing. I remember because as we were doing the calendar, I was working with producer Stacy, and we we're doing the calendar of stuff we wanted to see, and we had this one gap, and I was like, "Yo, Stacy, you choose one." And she's like, huh? Like, just choose a movie. What's a movie. Like, we'll just do it. We'll Choose one. But she was like, Lemonade Mouth. And I was like, is that a sandwich? The fuck? Like, I mean, <laughs> like how the hell? Wait, that's a movie? And yeah. like, legit, I get, had never heard of it. And again, I've heard of a lot of the Disney Catalog. I've heard of Smart House. I've heard of, like, you know, Halloween Towns. So like, again, even um Descendants. Again, we, we've heard a lot of stuff. But I was like, Lemonade Mouth?
1: Yeah. They made that? Yeah.
0: And I got to be real, though. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. I was, too. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Um, this... I got to be real. I have critiques. I have critiques and yeah. I have thoughts. Same. But overall, I was up to like, I mean, OK, so I guess we could kind of jump into it and anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, like Lemonade Mouth is a tale of like these like this group of teens who like form this band at high school. You know, usual like misfits and everything like that that come together mm-hmm. form this like, quote unquote, rock band at their school. And it's kind of interesting because the thing about this is like when you look at High School Musical and some of the other musicals come out on Disney Channel, it's usually primarily like, you know, like a white group of kids. But right. here, though, it was like, oh, damn, we got us some minorities. Yeah, and we got us yeah. like a plethora of minorities. And again, I was a little bit worried. It was like, okay, maybe they're going to be pushing the back or they're just going to be like, you know, supporting characters. But like, no, they're front and center pushing the story along, which is like yeah. kind of cool to see.
1: No, you're right. It's actually really cool because it's 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 a nice mix of kids from all walks of life, you know, um, like, so like you, you have, um, you have Stella, who's of mixed race of Japanese and Caucasian. You have, um, uh, uh, Mo, who's of Indian descent. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Charlie, who, who uh, we're trying to figure out, uh, do we establish which, which was Charlie Latino or, uh, yeah. Yeah. You th- know. Yeah.
0: He's Latino. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, and look, we, we gotta we gotta have some you know we have to have some you know, blonde, blonde folks. I get it, but you know, <laughs> um, uh, in terms of Olivia and uh, and and when, uh, but yeah, but this is a nice mix of kids, and their backgrounds are not pushed to the side, like you said. No, like no, 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 they're actually no, like their uh, upbringing and uh, you know history is actually actually utilized pretty decently in the film you know like most family you know most from uh, most from an indian you know is uh, is of indian descent so a lot of her family and and pressures come from that you know Mm -hmm. stella is interesting because she comes from like you know uh she's a mixed race kid but that's not really the focus of her struggle but her struggle comes from not being good enough in comparison to her family you know she's not as smart as her mom and dad and her even her little brothers, uh, it's an interesting like you know, oh who else would you want to bring up?
0: No, I was gonna say which is actually kind of cool to see because like when we talked about shang She last week, that was like mm. two weeks ago. That was my critique of like Aquafina's character and mm. shang She themselves. It was like, oh y'all are so smart. You went to Berkeley. You speak twenty eight languages and blah blah blah. Right. Which kind of what we talked about before. It goes into that whole stereotype. But with like Stella, it was like, nah, I'm not smart enough to be around my own family. That's yeah. her stigma right there. And it's like fucking dope it yeah. kind of goes and defeats a lot of like you know stereotypes we she put upon the asian-american community which is like kind of dope to see yeah. same thing we talk about charlie charlie again was like yo i'm a musician i'm a drummer i don't like soccer i'm not good at <laughs> yeah. soccer right which was like the hell are we doing here we're just shooting out all these stereotypes right yeah. now <laughs> bam 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 you know <laughs> exactly i was just waiting for a black kid to come out of nowhere It's like i hate chicken i hate watermelon oh what's he doing what's he doing jamal calm down jamal calm down <laughs> but again but that's what's happening in this movie that's what's happening in this movie and i, I kind of liked it i kind of was kind of dope yeah no
1: i i i i think the strength of lemonade mouth for me is them this is the band it's the it's the group they're they're pretty good they're great there's a lot of really interesting backstory that everyone's got to deal with there's a lot of fun um personalities that everyone gets to have um they mix well they're they're you they are defined really nicely um one of my things i for me is like you know playing the character game in a movie or a tv show and if like if you feel like your characters are nicely defined and you like seeing what happens when you pair one with the other etc you get some fun combinations and i think that's what happened here you know um
0: yeah i will say that my one critique of the film is like and we're gonna get to a break it down but my one critique of it is like I feel there's a missed opportunity here, to be honest with you.
1: Sure. sure. But this those that,
0: like with um, Disney Channel, they do a lot of these movies. They do like Lemonade Mouth, they do Camp Rock, they do High School Musical. They right. do a lot of things that kind of go towards the rock genre. Yeah. But the thing that kind of gets me is those that when they do the rock genre, that's like okay, when you get guitar, kids play it. some drums, blah blah. blah. But I'm like I feel like you're dropping the ball because you're missing opportunities to explore the history of actual rock and roll.
1: Mm-hmm. Because the
0: rock and roll, like when you look at it, it's like oh, times of ten, people assume like this is a white genre of music that don't know that the origins are within the black community. Right. Like rock and roll wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Chuck Berry. Rock right. and roll wouldn't exist at level as if it wasn't for like little Richard. So as they go through this movie, especially as you have it set in school, and these kids are ready to be musicians. I'm like, if you're gonna play rock, why not also show the history of rock and kind of use that as well? Yeah, I just kind of felt like, for me, that was a kind of missed opportunity. It's like they do that, because I feel like every so often, you have to reintroduce that history to people. Otherwise, you're going to forget about it.
1: Well, especially when you have Miss um, Jenny, uh, Miss Redneck, uh, played by Tisha Campbell Martin, right? She was, she's kind of the perfect catalyst. Wait, who? 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 who Tisha
0: Campbell Martin? Who? You talking about Gina? You talking about Gina? You talking about Gina from Martin? That's what you talking about, Justin? <laughs> I saw Gina. I saw Gina on there on screen. I know what you talking about you go girl you go you had me lose my headphones man
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you look at it go the whole theme get, song get getting that, man,
1: getting that martin reference Why? in there oh my god
0: um, tell me you ain't got no job
1: she's she's pretty great in this i might add um, she's amazing
0: she's amazing but yeah. you're right though that was my whole thing because honestly i want to see more of her because i'm like you got teacher Campbell, she's an amazing actress. She's yeah. actually extremely musically gifted as well. Because before she was on Mars, she was a little well known musical going by the name of Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, and so the thing about this was that, like, she's again very musically talented. It's like y'all dropped the ball on the floor by not having her sing a couple belts. Like, again, I know this is a movie about the teens, but again, you have that teacher mentor there actually let her mentor them and teach them about the music in a way.
1: Yeah, that seems like that. I'll give I'll agree with you on that. It does seem like there's this bit where she entered when she will get to the We'll get to we'll probably get into a little more detail about the impromptu first time they play together. Uh, but you, they do this impromptu performance and they're they're sync as if it's like the song is already written. <laughs> and, um, wait, wait, so the, should we, should go we
0: just start going through the beats of the movie, and start telling people i start talking about everything?
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, let's let, let's not lie. There's a little breakfast club in this movie. And by oh a little, my all, gosh. I mean there's a lot of breakfast lot club of in this They're movie. Really, oh my, so much so. Down to detention. So, Down to detention.
0: But before we get there though, the movie opens up with like, this like, little montage or whatever where it's like, Olivia's voice and she's talking about like where did Olivia's mouth come from? People think it was this, I think it was that. And you kind of see this like band like getting together who feel like, they feel like, you get the vibes like, oh, these are stars. These are people been together, like they're related to that stardom level, whatever. And they're getting ready to go out on stage and perform like in this like giant stadium and everything like that. But it's like, before it all began, it began here. And then they cut from there, from like Madison Square Garden to detention. And then all of a sudden we see this great, misfit group of kids, as you just said, Justin, hashtag breakfast club, all hanging out in detention together. And then that's where the vibe of where this whole story began at.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's get to that actually first initial kind of performance then. Let's actually go. So it essentially, we find out that like everyone here is kind of, detention is under, is it's basically underneath the school. And mm. it's kind of like banishment for art clubs that yeah. uh, the principal played by Chris McDonald doing what he does best which is to play a A-type straight-up jerk.
0: And... Exactly. He, it, exactly. He's doing the Lord's work because that's what he's here for. Yeah, he's but don't, but don't so get good at before, this. <laughs> don't, don't forget, Justin, before we do that, though, so they show the kids in detention. They show Miss Gina. We're just going to call her Gina. They show yeah, Gina. Sure. Gina, <laughs> like, we need to do music. We need to do this and all this kind of stuff like that. And then what's weird is that you think the movie starts start here, but then they do another flashback where we see how each kid kind of gets in detention, right. which is kind of cool to see. Because yeah. we see um, we see Adam um, Adam Hicks who plays um, Window. He's with mm-hmm. his stepdad who's dropping off his stepmom. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of yeah. awkward in a way, it, or his dad's girlfriend at that time, who's only like ten years younger than him. Yeah, uh, yeah older yeah. than him, but he feels all awkward and so stuff because he feels like his dad's is paying more attention to his new girlfriend than him, right. and he feels the she was kind of weird. Then we see Stella, who's just her first day at school. And again, she's like kind of like rambunctious. She's like the punk of the group. She's the rebellious one, everything like that. She's upset that her family has made her move to a new school like the second month of the year. Then we see Charlie Delgado, um, who's over there and put pressure on his parents who are dropping off. Was like, you need to be like your brother. You need to be amazing. You need to be good at soccer. We need you to go to Stanford, which is like, damn. Um, damn. Little child complex damn. much? Damn. no, pr- Yeah, no pressure on that kid. God ah, damn. Mm, no. Mm. And then after that we see uh we see Moe Mo. uh played by Naomi Scott who's again the Indian American girl here who like gets dropped off by her dad um, who she calls what's it papa?
1: Yeah.
0: Papa. Mm-hmm. Baba. And ba- and, and, you know Baba's putting like you know that um that pressure on her is like you know it's like the, with the immigrants coming over, it's like look we, we came to this country you can't be messing around no time for boys no time for this. And if it's she like changes her clo- his- yeah. Yeah, and so she gets out there. She's getting a car. I like, say, wait, do you have lipstick on? You say, like, no, Papa, no. Rushes out of the car wearing traditional clothes. But then she changes to the ba- goes to the bathroom, changes into her cool high school clothes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then proceeds about her day. Also gets picked up by her boyfriend, uh, who's played by this dude named uh, Nick Rowe, who plays Scott Pickett, who's her boyfriend or whatever. And then wait, am I missing somebody? Is that oh? And I almost forgot, uh, Olivia White. Was by Bridget Miller, who's from Charlie, uh, *Good Luck Charlie*. Mm-hmm. And we see her we just go to school, the shy, nerdy, blonde girl who goes and hides in a closet for some reason. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, not to you, know, you know, we don't. I don't
1: go into how everybody gets in detention. Everyone kind of gets Mm-mm. in there one way or another, but it does showcase exactly. everyone's character and personality in there. So we actually get to detention. Um, and basically, uh gina gina <laughs> gina Was it gina again? Gina. Gina, is
0: gina is gina is
1: gina and martin but uh miss uh, miss resnick in this movie she she basically tells them, okay we're gonna clean this uh, detention hall which is essentially an old music room mm-hmm. and pointing out that again like uh the principal uh, played by chris mcdonald pushes all the art down the stairs in the basement and it's kind of like this wayward home of folks who like chess and the newspaper and, mm-hmm. and student and government government av etc because his priority is on
0: sports because sports equals money sports gets donors sports gets this which i gotta be real is kind of dope and true and i kind of like to see that because as a teacher myself teacher i was urban gonna education, bring that up yeah it's it's actually a problem we see a lot because i've actually heard a principal say this as problematic Was well, she was like when you teach in urban education we teach in black and brown neighborhoods you have to have sports which for me is some bullshit and right. some very racist stuff because the right. thing about this though is that like sports are not always a priority because you put kids in this box you say that saying that oh they can like the nba jump in all this kind of stuff whatever but we have the arts the arts is what really, really like builds people's like personalities it gives them yeah. these different skills like sports are cool as hell but you need a well-rounded education the arts and clubs and things like that are important too and so seeing this was like kind of reflect the real life form was like oh no that exists there are principals out there who put priorities on sports because it looks good in the paper it gets donors all the stuff like that but then they don't put priorities on the arts and all these things. So yeah, that was again. I actually like that storyline. That was cool to see.
1: I was, especially, I was actually really gonna. I was. I'm glad you brought that up because I was gonna ask you about that. Um, as a teacher yourself, because of that perspective. Um, so it's really good to see that. Like, you can kind of. You can confirm, like, oh, oh, that's cool that they. That's a part of the movie. That's a big part of the the reasoning that they're they're rebelling as much as they are. You know, mm-hmm. um. So something's going off where like this jazz they. Uh, Ms. Resnick has to leave the room so they figured they might as well just go ahead and start cleaning uh, but when she gets back and uh, in only movie
0: magic zip 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 it's a song we're singing a song I think the moment it it comes is come like, together
1: i will magic
0: of music
1: i will roll with it because i know this is a kids movie and it's a disney movie but also i'm like why look i'll i'll roll with the idea that maybe stella is good enough of a guitar player Mm. to figure out a, a rhythm maybe maybe mo Figured out how to use the bass to come up with something. I've met, I have friends who are drummers who can fill in anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, for sure. Olivia has full on lyrics ready to mm. roll and a singing voice like a trained Disney Channel star,
0: and <laughs> which she is, which she is, which she is, is which and, and all that though. But it's like. If you were just singing some stuff, I'd be like, cool, that's fine. Wait, right. these motherfuckers have a hook. Where did the yeah, hook no, come from? The- How do you have a hook? How do you have a bridge here? What is this? Wait, is there a breakdown? They got a breakdown.
1: This is another thing too. And so after they literally performed an entire song impromptu. Um, that's when the uh that's when Miss Resley comes back and she is literally begging them you got to be a band because that crap don't happen every day what you guys did um, you know, so, but you know what
0: Justin I like to imagine real talk I think that's how the Beatles started legit that's how the Beatles started Paul was just strumming along guitar <laughs> The Ringo started doing this we're like, going to
1: we gonna have to just clean up here before our <laughs> teacher gets back exactly and then just bust into
0: some hey you
1: <laughs> where well, have pre- you been
0: hey John that's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> It was like this is amazing. We have we have to we have to go overseas. To I want to make
1: I want to make I want to remake this movie, but as a BS history of the Beatles. I do want to actually I, do that. <laughs> okay. I,
0: I'm so down. What, what, what do we call ourselves? Wait, what's that? In the corner? Oh, it's a roach. No mate, it's a Beatles.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's
1: actually explain where the title comes from really quick. See, there's a vending machine that's in the area where the detention hall is at, where the detention room is at. And it is for this organic lemonade called Mel's Organic Lemonade. Mm-hmm. And apparently this is some good stuff because the kids go to this know. thing. That's They seem to like it because they keep going for more of it every Literally time they come every, to detention.
0: Every time a kid goes to order, because seriously, they all get a can of lemonade. or are going to detention. Yeah. But each time they go in, they all do this. They go so like, they mm. like make a sorry face and like, <gasps> but that's going keep walking with it. I'm like, why is that good? Maybe they why like that the,
1: maybe it's like a sour head thing and they like no. the they like the sourness and the sweetness at the same time. I or guess. maybe this I, is like their bonding drink situation where it's I like yes, it's like the it's only the, thing because I remember in high school there was like the one vending machine that had one thing, and even though I'm okay with it, and it's not my favorite drink in the world, I always went to it because mm. it was a comfort, and I was like, you know what, it's not water. It's it's at least something I can drink that's not water. Um, so is maybe the, that's it. That's how I.
0: It, I I'm gonna. Oh, the,
1: that's my no prize answer for the Mel's lemonade thing. <laughs> it's, it's the
0: it's the drink of the oppressed. It's the drink of the oppressed. The drink of the oppressed. There it is. It's what they bond together over. But yeah. I gotta be real though. Everything leading up to this music sequence. I gotta say I kind of like because honestly it's also smart writing.
1: Yeah. Traditionally yeah.
0: you would do things like this. It was like you're gonna focus on maybe one or two characters. Like if we talk about Glee for a, for example. Yeah. Glee, despite doing all these like little storylines, was pretty much the Rachel Berry Finn show, yeah. which is like their arcs and occasionally Kurt. But at the beginning of this movie, by establishing how these kids all got to detention, their own problems and foils, every kid here has an arc. They yeah. all have something they're try to achieve. Even Charlie has, like, two arcs where he's, like, trying to, like, get from his brother shadow. But at the same time, though, he also is in love with Mo as well. and wants to pursue her as a romantic relationship. Every kid has a potential arc here that they're all kind of setting up. Right. And then when they get to that band situation, they all have an arc together as a group as well, which is like, damn, I got to give you credit. Within 15 minutes, you kind of set up the whole movie, which you're supposed to do.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'll agree. That's, that's one of the things that's really strong about this movie is like this really efficient way of getting to know everyone relatively quick yeah. and establishing their, their dynamic and, uh, and, uh, honestly, you know, their chemistry, which is pretty cool. I'll, that's actually some real, that's some really strong stuff in this thing. That, again, that's the stuff that really sings to me about this movie is like, hey, I like legitimately like these characters. Like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no joke. This isn't the oh, that one more. That no, I found all of them pretty compelling and interesting and fun in their own way.
0: No, and they all have the again, they all have their own problems. Like, Olivia, for example, we need to go to hers, but with Olivia, both of her parents died. Well, it's like yeah. one parent died, her dad's in jail, she lives with her grandma, so yeah. she doesn't really have anybody in her life, so she kind of like antisocial. So, mm-hmm. in a way, it's like every person's problems are relatable in a way, like, there's nobody yeah. who you just want to dismiss. Olivia's parents being gone, that's something you understand. Charlie yeah. being put under pressure of being able, trying to be like his brother, who's like perceived as perfect. You understand that. Mo being pressured to be able, like to be the perfect daughter, like live up to these immigrant standards and everything like that. You understand that. Haley being this rebel who says she just wants to be her own person, doesn't fit in. You understand that. Like everybody's yeah. story is understandable and relatable.
1: I gotta say, um, Stella is the heart of the movie for me. Um Haley Kyoko is really damn good in this thing.
0: Yeah. She yeah. is
1: amazing in this movie I yeah. I was really like taken to her by this like this is I don't know why she's not in more like she's not leading more things but she's also a very successful musician so what do I know um, no, 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 no. <laughs> um but she's great she's really great in this thing and she she holds the tent she holds the command of the character and what she needs to be this rebellious but unsure of herself like rock and roll teenager. She's great. I, Stella is absolutely fantastic. Um, and hey, listen, you know, from our history, Johnny, how people, some people who probably watched our, our streams before, it would be really weird if I didn't mention that Naomi Scott, who I thought is very good as Mo, and I actually really liked her storyline in this movie, mm-hmm. eventually got to play a certain da, 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 da because she was Kimberly in the Power Ranger movie.
0: Wait, that was her? That's her. Holy crap! Damn, I forgot about that. Oh, this came I, full circle.
1: I made a joke about Naomi Scott a while back. Where it's like Naomi Scott was Kimberly in the Power Ranger movie, Jasmine in Aladdin, and she was a Charlie's Angel. So she's apparently representing many people's childhoods in her career. And counting this movie, she was in other people's childhoods before she got to be in. Representations of my childhood, so good on you, <laughs> Naomi Scott. Good on you. um mm-hmm. She's yeah, she's great too. All of them, they're all great. Honestly, let me be real.
0: I they didn't. Are. They're dope. I,
1: I didn't think a single cast member was a, was a weak link in this thing. I all thought they were really, they were really strong in this movie.
0: No, they're dope. And so, like, so after the basement scene, the band comes together, and whatnot, and at first they're all like very hesitant to this idea. Like, as you said, Stella's the driving force behind this. And Stella's like, no, we need to do this. So Stella and, what's the homie's name? Wendell. Wendell, um, yeah. they, they sign him up for, like, to play the big, like, homecoming dance or the big rock competitions coming up later on. And then the band starts to come together and starts to practice. And again, they go through their trials and tribulations, trying to, like, find their rhythm, figure out what their mojo is, but it starts to work, though. Yeah. And So everything seems we're going pretty well, but then that's when we get to meet our bullies. Well, I gotta be real, are pretty fucking dope. Are with the jocks of the school, and the band, Mudslide Crush. So Mo's boyfriend is in this band called Mudslide Crush with his, uh, with his like best friend or whatever, who are both jocks and everything like that. Yeah. So they're like the rival band who get upset when Lemonade Mouth starts showing up because they're like, like, oh, they're taking our band time. They're doing this. And they're like taking away from our stardom and our artistry and you know, this kind of stuff like that. And at first I was like, man, y'all just hating. Y'all yeah. just hating. Then they performed. And I was like, man, these motherfuckers are fire! Oh God! <laughs> this Mudslide Crush goes hard! Oh, get these jams. Get these jams. <laughs> Don't you wish you were us? Oh, sing it again. Sing it again. Oh, it was so fire. I count credit. And their stage presence? Oh, it was fucking dope. Like at one point, the one dude's rapping, then the other dude's playing the guitar. He like rolls on his back while playing the guitar. I Oh, <laughs> saying, this shit's badass. And then every time they come <laughs> out, they come out like they're the fucking best band ever. They come with the tiles, wipe it, start throwing it to girls. I'm looking like, you know what? I can hate on the being bullies, but goddamn, damn these motherfuckers don't have swagger. I'm sorry. I can't even hate on it. That's rapper-level swagger right there. like at, oh the gym, at the gym, you want to hate on the lyrics, but all the lyrics are saying are literally what all artists say today. Chris Brown has several stars. Like, Chris Brown's name is Mr. Steal Your Girl. Like, think <laughs> about that. That's literally all they're saying is, like, we're better than you and we'll take your girl. And I'm looking like, damn, these oh, motherfuckers God. got bra- bravado. I can't even hate on them. I got to be real. They kind of fire. I can't hate
1: uh hey blackwing i see you're in the chat what's up blackwing what's up blackwing good to see you dude um like dang i couldn't like i had to let johnny just keep going i was like i'm well, sorry i'm sorry you I'm were sorry. on a it fuck. Was... you were on a fucking roll I went, all right, they, I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna get in front of that train you know what i mean you know sorry, too dope. it's
0: too dope <laughs> but yeah so but then it's like kind of leads into the to all these conflicts and that's eventually like how they get their name at one point the the crush is trying to bully them in the cafeteria. Stella, like a badass, mm-hmm. drinks a lemonade, spits it in the dude's face. And then the Prism shows it. up and was like, what's well, the guy, so badass. And the principal shows up like, what happened? And he's like, well, lemonade mouth just spit in my face. And then, boom, that's how the band gets their name. I, I legitimately
1: actually love that's how the name came to be. I love it. I literally, sometimes when you hear how a band name got the band name in the movie, in a, you know, you're like, oh, okay, that's, yeah, it's fine. Here, it's like, yeah, Stella literally spits lemonade in the in the mudslide bleed singer's face. And that's a good that's a that's a realistic actual diss lemonade mouth here. That's real. That sounds normal to me. That doesn't sound like a dumb contrivance. Like, nah, yeah, that's what it's cool yeah that was that that's that's how, totally that's cool. works and it's like oh it's dope. It, it's that's our band name
0: <laughs> exactly it's it's cool it's dope it's nowhere near as good as mudslide crush but hey it's a good start it's a good start <laughs> maybe there'll be somebody someday maybe they will be like mudslide crush i need that you movie. know you know how this
1: but, movie ends you know Mudslide like crush will do crap
0: no why no. <laughs> you hate it justin they might get back together because
1: they might get because, back together the, because they, because they bullies johnny <laughs> 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 they're bullies right. John. and they lost their bassist and guitarist so
0: it's over <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there we'll get there but then after this which leads up to one of my favorite scenes and so later on they get to like their battle of the bands where they're playing this like this show and everything like that and so again Must Like Crush is upset they lost their set time Must Like yeah. Crush goes first comes out fucking rips that shit oh sets it on fire after that Lemonade Mouth comes out and they do their song but this is where I gotta give them props for though because here's the thing Stella's whole thing was like, wait, the principal gave us permission to perform. He was she was like, yeah, it was all about keeping the rebellious teenager ahead of school, like under control and everything like that. That's just why he gets permission to perform. But the moment they're done performing, they use that their performance as a way to speak out against like the injustice happening at their school. They used yeah. to talk about how like, why don't the other clubs get funding? Why yeah. don't the sports teams get all this stuff? Why don't they do these things, these things? And they use it as a way act of like defiance as a way of public demonstration, which I gotta be real was like you know, that's kind of badass. Yep. Like it's super dope because think about this plus diversity, even the show within itself is about questioning, critiquing things in hopes of making things more diverse and inclusive. But in that act right there, they're doing the exact same thing. They're questioning the authorities that be, they're doing an organized protest and they're trying to create change within their school. And in the way that's a dope lesson to teach kids. It's like if you yeah. see injustice happening, you stand up and you say something about it.
1: Yeah. No. Agreed. Um and yeah, and like <sighs> it's and then even then like the movie kind of keeps going forward with like seeing them how they develop as a band you know it's not like it's not just okay that's the that's the high point of them and they instantly become megastars at the school it's like no they they learn how to get better at this they learn how to gain confidence etc um and when do they do they play at dante's pizza before the halloween bash they do
0: so Oh, after. after the Halloween bash. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah That's so, it. So,
1: Dante's Pizzeria was a regular gig spot after the Halloween bash. That's right. Exactly.
0: So, they get the regular gig spot. They were a little bit nervous about performing. But what's cool is, though, they all agreed to it because, again, they want to get better, keep growing, because they have all the success. And what's also dope is because the principal, after their act of defiance, he bans them from performing at school. But they're like, well, guess what? We can go perform somewhere else. Which yeah. is kind of cool as well. Because, again, I like this lesson because it has real-life um, comparisons. Because let's look at Colin Kaepernick, for example. Colin mm-hmm. Kaepernick mm-hmm. does his act of defiance, pretty much gets banned from the NFL. But Colin, again, goes out and sells protests in other areas. And his movement goes on a national level. So it's kind of dope to see. It's like, you don't give up. If you're doing something right, you keep going. So, again, our eliminated model they go and perform at the pizzeria. Sadly, though, we also get some personal drama there where Mo's boyfriend... Who's in? Um, Scott gets caught cheating on Mo, whatever. But Mo, being a strong woman of course she is, drops do like a bad habit. Yeah. And they go to the pizza parlor. <laughs> and when they get to the pizzeria, she performs a rendition of "She's So Gone" and kind of fucking rocks out. David, <laughs> hate this loser.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's on you, dude. You done effed up, man.
0: <laughs> he did, he did, he did, he did. Oh my goodness. And um, then then after this, the uh, band starts to blow up even more. And the song they came up with the terminate because after the show, kids started passing around the CDs and everything like that. Yeah. And at some point it got went to the local radio station and now Lemonade Mouse is being played on the radio.
1: Yeah. This is I, I gotta say I I I I got a little nostalgic at the pizzeria place personally. Uh because I was in a ska band in high school up until my college years. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I was in a uh producer Stacy apparently didn't even know that. Um (laughs) what'd you play? What'd you play? I played trombone. Okay, all right. So I was in a ska band from uh high school up until uh early early years in college, and we played at uh D piazza's in Long Beach and and like everyone played there and like i just when i saw dante's pizzeria my brain went is this a weird homage to t piazzas <laughs> cuz like this feels so much like the pizzeria i played at with my band because they let everyone play that's kind of the nice thing about them they do let everyone play but i was kind of like feeling a little nostalgic i went oh my high school band played there you know <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um but uh yeah, no, the, that. Um, what's, what, one of the other things I do enjoy about the film also is is when we actually get to some actual kind of drama with some of the members outside of just yeah. high school stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: the the real turning point is the is when um, Olivia kind of had this, uh, you know, uh, loses a, a member of you know loses uh, uh, her cat, who was her mom's cat, and yeah. this is actually this really sweet kind of bonding moment for everyone where they're kind of just sort of reflecting on their personal issues and where they're coming from at this place and time. And it's, I I legitimately think it's a really genuinely sweet bonding scene, you know? Um, And Livia, like, you know, the reason that that, that this cat meant so much to her is that this is kind of like represents her mom, the last thing she has of her mom and she can't connect to her dad because her dad's in jail and she doesn't really know how to feel about that, you know? And I like that this kind of leads into everyone sort of opening up. You know, that's where we find out about wait. Stella.
0: Wait, mm. about, I just realized something. We never talked about this. What was Olivia's dad at jail for?
1: Never. They, were,
0: they and, then, uh, the, and then the fact that Olivia's mom is dead. Did, did, wait, no, don't go there. Don't go there, Johnny. I don't. This movie's supposed to be sweet. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm they just saying. Say
1: I don't. I'm think, just saying. I'm just. I don't think they would. I don't think if that's the case. I don't think she'd be so conflicted about messaging her father. What do you think it wait, is? That, that would
0: be why she's so Peter, conflicted. I like, don't. Why did you do it? I want to. I want to ask. Did you do it? can you say you're afraid? I want to ask producer wait, Stacey. Wait, 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 wait. And I will Dude, let the audience know.
1: know what producer Stacey. What do you think is the reason why Olivia's father is in jail? Um, I'm gonna was wait for the If there's anyone in the chat, please, why don't you go
0: ahead? Wait, what producer Stacey thinks of that? I just want to be real. I have these visions in my head of Olivia's dad writing these letters like, Olivia, please believe me, it was the man in the yellow suit. I don't know how he did it, but the man in the yellow suit took her mother from us. They pinned it on me. Johnny find your brother Barry and free me from the Johnny,
1: what if it's like a con air? scenario oh my god oh,
0: and oh my like god.
1: and like her dad's like kind of like Nicolas cage and he just wants to get the bunny back for her <laughs> kid <laughs> give me
0: the bunny. give me the bunny buddy now oh my gosh oh my gosh oh
1: you can see our producers uh, our producer stacy's uh reporting in saying she has a logical guess um uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> murder would be entertaining, but she doesn't think so. Okay, go
0: ahead. Murder is the case that they gave him. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Some murder, some killing, manslaughter.
1: So, okay, so Patricia mm. Stacey's thinking that there's possibly like her dad kind of got caught up with some other, like, not great criminal activity, probably something minor that you know doesn't lead to. Johnny's shaking his head now. Well, he's a jail for
0: murder. <laughs> I, I'm convinced he's in jail for murder, he's in jail for murder. I am thoroughly convinced he killed somebody. <laughs> oh my god. Um, right. but but I but here's the thing outside of that though, I agree with you though because. Again, that moment when they, like, go to the pool and they're, like, consoling her and everything like that, as they kind of say in the song that they sing impromptu there as well, um, that's the moment where they move from just being a band to all becoming friends.
1: Yeah. And so,
0: again, it's like that's when they move me on to that next level, which is, like, really cool to see. And so, but it's kind of cool though, because at this point, we kind of reach our crescendo where everything's been going up, and now everything starts going downhill really fast. Oh, So, yeah. so at this point... Um, they start getting arguments with their group, and some things start going wrong, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Mo gets sick and starts to lose her voice. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens? Uh, what happens? Uh, Wendell gets upset because his dad's going to marry his stepmom, or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. he ends up getting a black eye because they drop a picture frame in there and everything. Yeah, you can barely see He's having, like, literally
1: every worst thing could happen to every member in the group, right? Rel- yeah. like At the exact same time,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, Charlie, Charlie breaks his
1: hand, and he how, decides. Though. And he decides that's the time for him to point out to Mo that he has feelings for her.
0: <laughs> well, that he, he does it beforehand. He confesses his feelings to Mo. She rejects him, says, No, I see you as just a friend. Yeah, he yeah. gets upset, that's right. touches his hand. And then, who, what happens? Okay. And Olivia is just a straw because the group is all falling apart and everything. Yeah. Like that. And, then St- and then Stella. Oh, yeah. Olivia starts to lose her voice too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Olivia, I know you're no producer Stacy's right. She's just told totally, it's like, yes, Olivia's the one who lost. Yeah, she screams so loud, she lost her voice. Mo is just deathly sick. Yeah. Now, I remember that now. And yeah. Stella, because she just needs something to do to figure out her emotions at this point, she is protesting the removal of the lemonade machine that they bonded together. Which I think is still baller. But <laughs> can't hate on it.
0: Peaceful protest. And, can't, can't hate on it.
1: Yeah. And um, they're all taken. They're all taken to a holding cell. Now, obviously, they're all minors, so they're not really gonna go to jail. They're fine. It's this is nothing, but um, they are kind of just sort of. This is the forcing each other to at least deal deal their situation together, and nothing nothing better than realizing a way to mend that broken heart and and frustrations with each other than another impromptu music
0: number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I keep losing zip, the syllabus. Zip zip zip, zip zip
1: zip zip. I gotta super glue that to my headphones. I don't know. It's producer say <laughs> you
0: said they're all crippled and sick as they try to do this. So it's just a fair. Yeah. It's sad true. And yeah it's but very they true. Ma- but they managed to do another song again in the jail ball jailhouse rock alleyway. Yeah. Um, and what's kind of cool about this is that after they do this, they come together as friends, but it gives them the opportunity to all confront like their parents. So, yeah. when, Stella, so when Stella's family shows up. She confronts them and tells them how she's feeling, everything like that, and they're like, "No, we're going to come support you at the concert, and we love you for just being you." Yeah. Um, when Olivia's like, grandmother shows up again. Olivia just feels good to be like her friends are all back together, so she's fine. When Moe's dad shows up, she has a conversation with her papa. She explains to him that, "Look, you want me to be this like perfect, like you know, daughter and everything like that, but you also want me to be the perfect like American like as well." And she's like, "You got to let me find somewhere in the middle to be both things and so let me right. do it my way," which is a dope conversation to have.
1: I think my favorite one is absolutely Charlie. Big time. Charlie's brother, the ever perfect brother, the one mm-hmm. that they constantly compare him to is the one who picks him up. And this yeah. is my favorite one of, out of all of those. Those are all great. This is my favorite one. Because we only heard about Charlie this, Charlie that for the
0: whole movie. Yeah, and Charlie went to Stanford. Charlie won state. Yeah, Charlie Char- helped the or no, tra- or his Charlie's brother. Charlie I mean. was, Charlie was yeah. given the matrix of leadership. Charlie, <laughs> Charlie was the original white ranger. Charlie so, was the first one so with the pilot So when, when they I'm actually sorry, see ahead,
1: so when they actually when Charlie's brother finally shows up, you know, he reminds them that like the pressure was on me too. You know, it, it's like that's just sadly how our parents operate. They just put it that, on both of us on both of us. Um, they mean well, but that's just kind of how they operate. And man, are they gonna be more mad at me when they realize <laughs> I'm not doing great in college? Yeah, yeah, and that is so humanizing. That's so simple, but it's what Charlie needed to hear. To just, you know, that like his brother, who I'm sure he loves, like to say, "Don't worry about that. Don't worry about trying to be me. I'm not perfect either, you know." And I think that yeah. was that's really sweet. It's really lovely. It's really good that you know I have a again. I I, this is, I think movie the like, movie hits me in little personal corners, and because I have a relationship with my older brother. And he's helped me out a lot throughout the years. And I went, oh, I, kinda, I, know, I see that. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> no, no I, no. I feel you. I feel you. Be, be honest with you. Like, I love that moment a lot, too, because the game's like, let's go tell them together.
1: Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I, also
0: love, I also love the moment between um, Olivia and Window. Because we're in there and Window's complaining about a step He's like, yeah, dude, but guess what? You still have a mom and dad. And, we, and, when, it, and, when, it, and when it says, like, you still have a mom and dad. Wendell kind of takes that into consideration. Like, oh, shit, like, yeah, your parents are dead. So when the stepmom shows up, again, he just hugs her. Yeah. He realizes that, yeah. you know what? Like, at least you're here for me. You care about me. You came to get me. And that's like, damn. Again, that's why I was talking about at the beginning of the movie. They set up everybody's arc. And then the jail scene is where everybody's arc comes to resolution at. Yep. So their individual arcs all come to resolution. Which, again, is just some good damn writing? I can't yeah. even handle it. Agreed. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: They have to... Excuse me. They still have to perform at Rising Star. Yep. And you know, uh, as Johnny's going to point out, uh, Mutt, Mutt's muts like crush crushes it.
0: <laughs> Comes out, performs their hit song. Don't you wish you were us, my girl? It's holiday, your girl. You know it, you know it. Yeah, my ride. sweet with your ride. You know it, you know it. Don't you um, wish you were us? Oh uh, my god! Don't you did, wish you were us? Did you find uh, it on Spotify? Uh, and yes. I'm listening like, <laughs> You know we own this party. You know we run this town. I'm about to steal your girlfriend. I'm about to knock you down. Oh don't God. you wish you were wow. us. Don't you wish you were us. Wow. You're, oh, this is the best part. This is the best part, Jesse. Ready? You're M-I-A. We're V-I-P. You're L-O-L. We're a B Don't you wish you were us. Uh, don't you wish you were us. Sorry, Jesse. It's amazing. It's the best song ever. It's is my gym mix now. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> MIA. We're VIP. Oh, fire, fire, fire! So, <laughs> so, Muscle so, yeah. like Crush comes out and absolutely yeah. murders it, yeah. wins the competition. My hands, big. Give them a record deal now. But then after that, <sighs> Lemonade Mouth mouse, literally limps to the stage. Literally yeah. lips to Yeah, the literally limps to the stage. Blind lost their voice. Sick, like it's all Mo-
1: most flu is like acting up at its worst
0: yeah no they're not ready charlie can't play the drums yeah but what's cool though is i gotta be real like again typically you would think of this moment is that they would figure out a way they would muster through it somehow they would get this done but instead they go i was like nah, we're just not set to perform. but what's dope is though they've been passing their cds around the radios get played and like it's like the dopest moment the audience starts to sing their song yeah and then the audience, their biggest fans, their family and friends and everybody supports and loves their music, all stands up and sings their song and puts on the performance. And at that point, Stella and um, Mo's ex-boyfriend, who's now like, Lev, uh, much like Crush, Fool's Decision, Fool's Decision. He oh, goes on. out, Fool's Decision, foolish Decision. He goes out and they just start jamming into the crowd and they sing the song and it's it's amazing to see. Yeah, they yeah. win. No, it's a very, it's
1: a, it's a sweet, yeah, it's a very movie moment, of course, but I mean it's a sweet moment. It's nice. I liked it. Yeah. And yeah, it's even they're even nice to point out the fact obviously we still didn't win. But, you know, that was like, that's better than winning in that regard. And, you know, I I have to say also kind of appreciate. So yeah, they do the traditional scene of Charlie telling you know, Mo, I'm into you and I like you. And I like that Mo's like, but I don't. I don't feel that way about you. And they address that right away when you know Mo and Scott are getting back together, and Charlie understands that. Mm-hmm. Like I respect that, and he moves on, mm-hmm. and you know finds you know possible interest with somebody you know maybe somebody else that might find him and you know find the interest in it. And I'm like, that's nice. That's good. You don't have to yeah. do this. Just because that's yeah, it's a nice change of pace. You don't have to have him be like hung up on her still or 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 maybe have Mo and him get together no it's no I like I, I feel that's a nice healthy look at like at, at that situation yeah, and you know and yeah. no it's refreshing like I was like hey good for you like you don't you don't need to do the traditional like you know the stereotype you know, trope that you would have in these kind of stories in this exactly kind
0: of cool. yeah because because it, it would literally be like he'd be like oh I got friend zone and blah 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 and all that negative yeah. thinking and whatnot yeah. and instead it was like no we're legit friends and it's like you had a crush on me but just because I don't reciprocate don't mean we can't be friends. Right. Guess what? You're a good looking dude. And he goes and finds love elsewhere. Yeah, let's, also- be, let's be real, Charlie. You're not going to have a problem. <laughs> no, no. I looked up, I looked, I looked up, I looked the pictures of the cast now. Charlie's doing just fine in life, y'all. Charlie's <laughs> doing literally just fine in life. Trust me. Where am I? Charlie's VIP. Where LOL? Charlie's B-I-G. I'm Trust like looking, me. Charlie's I'm looking, doing
1: fine. I'm looking at the most recent photo of him, too. Uh, Blake, uh, like Michael, he's fine. Don't fine. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. He's, doing, he's doing good. Don't feel he, bad for Charlie, y'all. He's feeling good. Yeah, but I got your credit because even the other love story between Window and Olivia is done well too. Because Window is like at one point, Olivia is like, "I'm frustrated. I'm just going to quit." And I know Windows get ready to quit. She's like, "No, you can't." He's like, "Why do you care?" She's like, "Cause I did this for you." And it's like, mm-hmm. "Oh shit!" And in a way, that was kind of cool to see because in a way, we get that reversal. Windows not chasing that. After- and then and
1: then gets her
0: kid widow <laughs> w- gets her kid and it's dope because instead of that whole traditional thing of like the guy chasing the girl olivia was chasing Widow this whole time which is kind yeah. of cool to see that was really nice is i it's just there's a lot of refreshing
1: things happening yes yeah, legit
0: thing. legit legit while
1: we still have some tropey things you know but that's okay i feel like we we sometimes we hammer on too much about tropes and, 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 and neg- in in some in certain aspects I think tropes are a part of the genre you're telling. Now don't have to rely on the trope; they're there for a reason though. And sometimes it's okay to have a trope as long as you even it out with something smarter or different or more unique, you know. And yeah, this movie is filled with tropes, but there's clearly a lot that isn't filled with tropes, and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's doing a lot of nice, refreshing. Honestly, smartly written stuff that on that I think does allow itself to feel like a little bit more than, um, what you would think you would get out of this movie.
0: You know what I mean? Uh, no, nah, I agree. And the cool thing about it is, though, is that like not only does it do it for our storytelling, but it does in a lot of other as well. Which we'll talk about as we get ready to do our rankings. Yeah. So as you know here, at Disney Plus Diversity, we have our own ranking system for rating films and movies and television shows where we rate things as either woke, mean, as diverse, inclusive, and progressive things forward waking me it does some things right but it makes some steps along the way or sleeper shit was like damn this is more problematic than scott leaving um mudslide crush for a lemonade mouth so i'm sorry sorry mudslide crush forever mudslide crush forever
1: is not called mudslide crush and they were
0: bullies johnny they they were bullies but damn they had talent I can't even hate. I they had talent, though. I can hate because they're bullies, I'm Johnny. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. They're bullies, but damn, reform them. But keep that music going. Uh, yeah, You're yeah. M-I-A. We're B-I-P. <laughs> you l L-L-L. We're B-I-G. Woo. Don't you wish you were us. Oh, my God. Don't you God. wish you were us. Okay, we're going to go ahead and put our rankings down really quickly. As we write down our rankings, everybody, do us a favor. Put your rankings in the chat. Yeah. Put your rankings in the chat. Also, let us know. Which band did you perform more? slide Crush or Lemonade Mouth? I know my don't
1: choice. Oh, that's. I know my oh, the choice. The Stacey's know, like, you are not. You are I know not. Who's
0: doing that. That. And I know who's VIP. I know who's LOL, who's BIG. So one of them's about to steal your girlfriend. I'll tell you right now, it ain't Citrus <laughs> Mouth.
1: I don't, man, I don't know how I feel about any of those things.
0: You just <laughs> said. Oh, my God. Okay. You ready, Justin? Yes. Okay. We'll show it on three, mm-hmm. one, Two and three. Whoa, nice. And I put make more. I said, "Don't you wish you were us?"
1: No, but <laughs> that's what I drew. I got I drew a lemon and the oh, Mel's lem- oh, that's and nice. Mel's that's lemonade. Nice. Uh, oh, right here is Mel's lemonade can. So I drew that too. <laughs> nice there we go. There we go. That's I was trying to see if I can walk. get lemonade before our stream, and I just didn't have time. But um, <laughs> I, I think producer Stacy is quite shocked at the rating, um, and uh, uh, Johnny, explain why. Explain yourself. Why? Why? Why did you write book?
0: Uh, for a few different reasons. Uh, one, it passes the Bechtel test. So it passes the Bechdel test because again we have. We have again women are put in roles to talk about things other than boys for the majority of the film. Females are actually main characters, uh, with their dope as the strong representation of females. We get different types of females as well. Two, it passes by the wire test. For those who aren't familiar with it, by the wire test is do we have people of color who talk about things other than white people who are leading roles? And it does that too because we have Stella who's there holding it down, we have Charlie who's there holding it down, doing the old things, they have a conversation together. So we have people of color interacting, we have Mo there as well. So we pass both those tests beautifully. In addition to that, though. It's also just, again, like, progressive against the fact that you have these kids who are standing up against an oppressive system. It's a good story to tell. It's, like, really dope. So I love it for all those reasons. Like, honestly, as I get done watching it, my one critique is, like, why did this get a sequel? You look at movies like High School Musical and Camp Rock, and they get several sequels. But think about this, when we look at Live About, a it's like, this is actually doing something dope. This is what you should be making more stuff like. But instead, you don't give this a sequel, though. And you can tell this movie was done on a shoestring budget but it has a large fan base. As we were talking about earlier, this post that we said we were doing this movie has the most likes on our page right now. Yeah. And it's for a reason. There's a fan base out there who's able to connect with this because it was diverse and inclusive and because it did all these more things. Yeah.
1: No, Um. And, and and those are kind of like a lot of the same reasons I had. You know, I, I, when I was watching this, I was legitimately so surprised to see how much the movie focused on on our kind of like, you know, BIPOC leads, you know, as much as we have, you know, as much as we have in them. And yeah, you know, uh, Stella is, like I said, the heart and center of the movie. And she is established to be a mixed race kid, which I never see, it, especially especially in 2010, 11, but they established that relatively quick. You know, it's like, oh, you know, she has a Caucasian mom. She has a Japanese dad. Her brothers are, are are definitely look like they're of mixed race, and I'm like, wow, that's especially because I know so many mixed race, you know, folks who don't see that themselves in movies and shows and be acknowledged being mixed race, you know. So it's really refreshing to see that, and it's not just her. Everyone got their moment. Everyone got their moment to shine. Everyone felt like they they were they had a reason to be in the movie, and. No, look, at the end of the day, it's a fun band movie. It's a fun high school movie. It's got some killer songs. Um, mm-hmm. From, look, I'll be nice, both bands. I like one more, because they're not bullies. And, um, mm-hmm. hate it. Hate it on a talent. Okay, producer Stacy says she actually has an insight on why there was no sequel. They announced they are going to make a sequel, and then they changed their minds? That's what she just told us. So they basically so they felt everyone, like
0: completed the story.
1: Oh. Everyone felt like so basically everyone involved felt like they completed the story. Which you know what I might argue that's uh, yeah true. Like don't yeah. Yeah. you kind of don't really need a sequel? I mean like the, the reason you're even clamoring for a sequel is to recognize that this movie is is as good if not better than some of the ones that got multiple sequels. Um, I'll say this, Johnny, as a very bold statement. Um, I put this. About as high as how much I love Johnny Tsunami.
0: Really? really? Yeah.
1: I don't know if you'll do. You probably won't put it that high, but that's me. I I loved Johnny Tsunami, and as I watched this, I went. I think this is a to me. I think I might have liked this as much as Johnny Tsunami. I don't know. You know, that's hmm. it, it. Hit a lot of buttons for me personally. That I'm like, okay. I'll
0: be real. It, it doesn't that. <clears throat> It does have the amazingly talented, the famous Jet Jackson, uh, mm-hmm. but it did have Gina in it, and I do have my critique of that I would have loved for them to go into the history of rock and roll. Right, um, but again, yeah, to talk about all those black figures like Chuck Berry, Little Richard, yeah. everyone else who have establish this genre to the success that it is. Um, but I will give it credit though; like I did enjoy it a lot, and I would say it has rewatchability for me. Like I, yeah, like I would rewatch this. Yeah, because again, it's fun. The songs are fun. The characters on both sides are really good. Like, I'm like, you know, I'm crazy jokes about um, what's like crush, but I'm like, damn, motherfuckers could actually jam. Yeah. The principal is, was a great villain and everything like that. And then I, I forgot to bring this point up, is also like all the villains were white males. In a way, it was and- a, just a shot of the patriarchy as well. And, I also wanna, like, you know, yeah Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, i it was, was, was. No sorry, sorry. Right. sorry
1: keep finishing up, finish that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I'll say it was
0: a shot of the patriarchy and also talk about like, you know, you talk about like racism as well. So at the same time, like, they made a lot of conscious choices in this film that were really fucking dope
1: um because i want to shout out i think you're i totally agree with you 100 percent um the other thing i want to shout out because we didn't get a chance to really mention it um is director patricia regan um who's a mexican filmmaker and like the fact of the matter is that like this film was directed and written might i add by 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 women Mm. is 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 an ex is uh, i think very telling in a good way like you can kind of there's there's a there's a reason why Stella and 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 Mo and Olivia have uh, as much urgency and development as when and Charlie, you know. And I think that's that's a that's a real good sign. Um, and yeah, you know, like it's it's a woman of color who directed this movie, you know, yeah, and that's yeah. and that's saying something really really good. And and she did a I think she did a really good job with the limited budget that she clearly had. I thought she did a really good job making this movie feel energetic and 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 focused and and I can tell she had fun with it. So it's like it's funny. Like I'm looking at this like Lemonade Mouth DVD cover, and they they put so high on the DVD cover starring Bridget Medler and Adam Hicks because that's the big draws back in <laughs> 2011. And look, I like them; they're great, but. It's so funny to think ten years later, it's Haley Kioko and Naomi Scott who are the big names yeah. now. Yeah. You know, um, especially because Haley's the lead. Haley's the is, is the center of the story more than 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 uh, than Olivia, who I liked. And even though she was the narrator, she wasn't the driving force as much as Stella was. Stella was the big driving force in the narrative. Um, but they're all great. I like all of the kids. They're good kids. Mm-hmm. They're good kids. You know. <laughs>
0: no i, I <clears throat> sorry no yeah. i totally agree and the cool thing about it is that again, you know, like you said those are the stars who are carrying it now and it's that's for good reason because they got yeah. this opportunity here so that's what ooh, I think I was this is what,
1: hap- what happens uh, when you
0: sided with mudslide crush too well justin i'm i'm big but i'm about to be m-i-a